welcome to Charlie and Dropout's A Good Final Fantasy XIV Podcast for Bad Academics. Uh, this actually serves as a double welcome back, my beautiful, beautiful notes of music. Welcome back to Nadia's Note Block Beatbox. Yes, you can't see it, but I'm currently flashing uh, chiptune gang signs at my friends who once read this exploration of uh, game music that I used to write for usgamer.net way back in the day. And uh, I really loved it. I thought it was fun to do. I just kind of like, you know, pick a song and explore it and, uh, you know, maybe add a YouTube link to it so you can kind of get an idea of what it would sound like. Uh, unfortunately, it did not please the eldritch beast called the algorithm. Uh, I've since become unstuck on the internet, so I've entered the phase of my life where I just don't give a fiddler's fart if some digital Cthulhu likes my word count or not. So I am just kind of doing this thing again and uh, hoping you all like it because no block beatbox. I still intend for it to be a uh, kind of exploration of game music, but now it's new and improved because I can include low bitrate music samples. Uh, by the way, this doubles as an experiment in how long I can moon the copyright police before they beat my ass. I'm going to hope they're not as thirsty for blood about podcasts as they are for videos. Uh, maybe they think podcasts are passe. God, I hope so. Anyway, the format is subject to change, but for now, Beatbox will select a game, song, or songs and talk about them. Uh, I chose something special for our re-debut slash reintroduction, however. A showcase of some of the best songs Soken and his team produced for Final Fantasy XIV's 6.x patches, like... FF14's music is almost perfect as it is, we all know this, but Soken and his sound team, uh, this year they ate some kind of magic cereal or something because the music produced for 6.x uh, is obscenely good. Pandemonium and Mist of the Realms, they, they just aren't rage, they are theater, just real bombastic stuff. And as a theater kid who never got to shine, I suppose, because she was too shy to do so, uh, I love it. So let's get right into it. The first song I want to give my imaginary trophy to is in the Balance, the song that plays when you fight Nald and his balls in the first tier of Mist of the Realm, is composed by Soken. The lyrics are by, the lyrics are by uh, Kathleen... I'm really going to mispronounce her name here. I'm really sorry. Catherine Swinar. Sign, Swinar? Swinar. That's a really cool name. And it's sung by uh, either T or T.A., a jazz performer. Uh, either way, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, give it a listen. An FF14 musical, I think, in the balance would be the opening song that kind of startles people into looking up from the programs uh, and just kind of sitting their ass down and paying attention. I have a weakness for bombastic tracks. I already said the word bombastic, so you know it's true. And I, I especially like songs that celebrate some town or some god, or whatever. It's just like, uh, God, we love you. I, I just have a weakness for that. But not only is your warrior of light celebrating. A god in this instance, but they're actually fighting Nodthal as an act of worship. That's why it has the song, I mean, has more energy than Popeye with a can of spinach stuffed up his butt.
song I'm showcasing is probably my favorite one of the year. Dedicated to Moonlight, the song that plays when you fight Menfina, the goddess of love, in Mist of the Realm. The song is written by Sokin, and the lyrics are again uh, written by FF14 translator Catherine Swinar. It's performed by singer Yui Mogino. off about this song several times so what's one more time uh, I play keeper of the moon Makote which were not a very popular species believe it or not you would say oh but there's catboys everywhere in, in FF14 yeah seekers of the sun those filthy sun worshipping narrow eyed treaders of the desert us mooncats though we always skulk silently through the boughs of Gradania practically unseen until dedicated to moonlight flushed out the mooncats highly intriguing maternal based lore it is, frankly, a song about getting laid. Uh, yeah. What little Mooncat lore exists out there points out that, uh, unlike the Sunseekers who travel in harems, the female Moonkeepers have multiple partners. Said partners don't stick around, but that's not as dour as it seems. Uh, dedicated to Moonlight's uh, lyrics are bright and silvery and playful, which is a very, co- a very interesting contrast to the moody, semi-feral mannerisms of the Moonkeepers. Uh, the song outlines the movements of a young female Makote who is come of age and compelled to wander into the forest and find love that night. The implication is that she's going to get, you know, laid for the first time. Good luck, kitty cat. May Mafina gaze down on you in approval, I guess. That's not too creepy. song is Forged in Crimson, which is the music for the fight against Rubicante in 6.3. His uh, lyrics are by longtime Square Enix developer Takashi Tokita. It's arranged by Kichi Mayamda, a.k.a. Hiding, not Hydaling. Don't get that mixed up. Uh, it's a remix of the infamous Four, Fe- Four, Fe- Four Fiends theme from Final Fantasy IV, and oh boy, does, does it ever hit the spot.
not hit the spot, though. For starters, it's lyrics. They're in there. You just have to really open your ears to hear them. Are, they're just metal AF. Rubicante is the quintessential noble villain in FF14, same as he is in FF4. What I find interesting is that the fight against him takes place on, on Mount Ordeals in FF14, and there's a line uh, of the song in there that might be relevant to, to Cecil, who is FF4's uh, damned hero who makes a pilgrimage to Mount Ordeals to clean his stained soul. The lyrics go, quote, You must walk this path alone, but know that you are not the first nor last to seek purgation. Uh, in FF4, Cecil is assured that he'll fail to cleanse himself and become a paladin to, quote, the elder and pretty much everyone in Mysidia. So many have tried, many have failed. It's the usual story for heroes, but uh, he does it despite other doubts. He sought purgation and he was rewarded, whereas many like him fell by the wayside. If you're, if, if you're old, you remember Hyadane from that epic shit post arrangement, from the epic shit post arrangements he used to do. Like, uh, in this case, he did one called Battle for the Four Fiends back in, like, 2008 or something like that and it's basically the four fiends talking set to that music so it's kind of funny that you know there, there are uh kind of there is an instance of Rubicante either talking or being talked to in this in this particular song he did a fantastic job uh, although i have to say that being a Mega Man fan i recognize his work more readily from can't beat airman because that kind of took the fandom by storm back in the day Next is Athena the Tireless One, which kind of amalgamates a lot of the songs we hear throughout the uh, Pandemonium Raids, including Scream and Here Be Lions, or however that's pronounced in Latin. Uh, it was composed by Soken and Takafume Imamura, uh, have lyrics by Tom Mills. Interestingly, I can't find a singer for this one. I looked, and even the FF Reddit, sorry, the FF14 Reddit seemed to be stumped. And if Reddit doesn't know, then ain't nobody knows. That's usually the case. Uh, feel free to throw a tomato at me about this one. Preferably one that has the name of the vocalist pinned to it.
I loved the Pandemonium raids. I started off not caring about them that much and just kind of put them off for a long time. I think I got scarred by the Hippocampus fight and just bounced. I forget why I came back, but I know a part of it at least had to do with the character Athena. There's just something I love about an aloof, repentant protagonist that hits me where I live, especially if they're a woman. Athena is a psychopath full stop, but she is brilliant beyond belief, and her insatiable hunger for the, the secrets of life makes her a, a master manipulator as well. She is essentially Hojo mixed with Aerith, which is basically she's an ancient that conceived a child for the sole purpose of experimenting on it. And if you know your FF14 lore, sorry, if you know your FF7 lore, you know why that's kind of effed up. I initially wasn't a, a fan of how chaotic this song is, like the chaotic reinterpretations of the uh, previous Pandemonium songs. I think it's the lyrics that won me over. The, the Six Point X soundtrack has some real great lyrics on top of its primo instrumentation and vocalizations. Uh, the songs I've already gone over should demonstrate how each one is like crafted to add relevant lore. You're not just listening to a song, you're being sung too personally. And Athena the Tireless One reminds you that you are nothing. Good day, sir. Never once were you truly alive, so scream all you like, no one can hear you. Very comforting. It's exactly what we need in this day and age. this episode off with something a little more chill and that's Fleeting Moment, the song that plays when you fight uh, Themis in the 11th circle of Anabosios. classifying things, so I'm not sure what this counts as. I'll just call it 
going totally apeshit on piano in the best possible way. That's a, it's a basically a, a subdivision of jazz, I'm sure. Themis and Elidibus are one and the same, which is why we get that soft yet energetic rendition of To the Edge. It doesn't go as, as hard as the former, but you know, even though Themis got mixed up with Athena in this instance, he's still kind of that wide-eyed kid who got a raw deal in Shadowbringer because he just he just wanted mom and dad to stop fighting. The piano suits him, as does that ever so faint chorus that's behind the melody singing quiet prophecies. For this strange edition of Charlene Dropouts, and hopefully, uh, it's it for the first episode of the revived Note Block Beatbox uh, series. What did you think? What did I miss in terms of this? You know, summing up these 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 songs of the raids of Six Point X. Please speak up if you enjoyed this format or not. I'm not necessarily looking to make it a Charlene Dropouts thing, nor am I looking to make it a you know episodes as as involved as this one i'm not making you know it'd be something that would supplement everything else i do just because i like talking about game music that much and people seem to like talking about game music and listening to me talk about game music or just talking about game music in general and i always i think it's a cool engaging topic that i like to i'm always up for exploring more of so let me know what you think uh, if you like the idea of me talking video game music in any context say so otherwise i will shrivel into a ball roll away and die Otherwise, please support uh, Charlotte Dropouts and the Axe of the Blood God podcast. We are both at patreon.com forward slash bloodgodpod. Please subscribe to Charlotte Dropouts on iTunes, wherever cool podcasts are found. We put Charlotte Dropouts on a separate feed so we can kind of beef up those numbers. Those are rookie numbers, boy. We got to get those up. For now, thank you so much for listening. May your duty finder wait times be short. And never once were you truly alive. <laughs>